Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics on Red. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, as usual. And my peeps are here. My peeps are here. Roberto Davenport. Robert L.P. Davenport. How are you doing, my dear brother? Thank you for being here. Brian Bridge MCP. We meet again. We meet again. Bridge MCP. Bridge MCP gave us the pleasure of her attendance at our KPFT show live. We race back here to the studio in Kingwood to give you this 3 p.m. show. Likewise, May Wood, welcome to the show. E2247, welcome. Jose Ortiz, welcome. Alistair Waters, today we heard Alistair Waters' beautiful voice as she spoke on air throughout the entire Houston metropolitan area and southeast Houston. Thank you for your thank you for calling in. Alistair Water, Peggy Lopez is in the house as well. We also have, well, I call Bridge MCP already. Lee Grant, yes, let's pray for Florida. Let's make sure Florida is all right. Thank you so kindly for remind, reminding me to remember that. Not that I needed remembrance, because the first video that I'm going to show has something to the effect of keeping the beers off. Lee Grant is in the house. Uh, who else is in the house? Well, you know, Michael Rudnan says, I'm here, but bye. Today's my day off, so I'm history. Michael Rudnan abandoned us. Who else is in the house? Uh, let's see. If I missed you, just call me out, and you know I will be sure to make amends. Okay. Start talking, people. Jose, no, oh, ho, Jose, no what? You know why, where that comes from? Jose, can you see? For people who doesn't know, it's really saying, oh, Jose, can you see? But anyhow, we're going to have a great show for you today. As usual, we had a great show on KPFT. We had a lot of call-ins on KPFT, a lot of fun. Uh, Roberto Davenport says, greetings, progressives. Uh, looks like I may have beaten everyone for once. Maywood, you did not beat Bridge MCP. That's the only person that beats you, May. And soon after you came, Brother Lee Grant was showing up as well. Breed says, we saw Ashley. We sure did. Ashley had a little bit to say as well. It was fun. But anyhow, whenever you have these hurricanes, whenever you have these disasters, it's when the corporatocracy usually tries to get ahead. I was happy today. To see that, and what we hope, we hope uh, it worked. But we saw that uh, the president, you know, nipped that in the butt, telling these guys, I know what has been affected by this storm. I know how many barrels of oil are no longer available. So don't try any shenanigans with pricing. To which I want to go ahead and play that for you, and then we'll move on. The federal government's going to be there to help you recover. We'll be there to help you clean up and rebuild, to help you get Florida get moving again. And we'll be there at every step of the way. That's my absolute commitment to the people of the state of Florida. I want to add one more warning. That's warning to the oil and gas industry executives. Do not. Let me repeat. Do not. Do not use this as an excuse to raise gasoline prices or gouge the American people. The price of oil has stayed relatively low. 
that kept going down. The price of gas should be going down as well. My experts inform me the production of only about 190,000 barrels a day has been impacted by this storm. We spend a lot. All right. That, so notice what he did. Thank you so kind. First of all, uh, we have a new member of our PDR posse. Kathleen Nelson. Kathleen Nelson. Let's, welco- let's all welcome Kathleen Nelson. Thank you so kindly. Thank you so kindly. Let me put so kindly for joining the fall, Kathleen. Kathleen, I can't put your name up on the screen because it seems like they have some sort of a bug in the system that sometimes when I do that, it crashes the system. And I don't want to take a chance, but we have your name in, the, in all the chats. Thank you so kindly for becoming a new member of the PDR Posse. So everybody, welcome Kathleen Nelson. Um, what, did, what did he do there? Uh, I, I love what Biden did. He said in a very short sentence, I am going to provide for whatever your state asks for. Whatever your state asks for, the federal government would expedite it to you. Number two, he said, hey, oil companies, I rather call the executives of the oil companies, I prefer calling them oil thugs. Hey, oil thugs, please remember, Emma Beckers, welcome aboard. Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. I saw some Melanie Keaton, welcome aboard. Um, here's the thing. He first let them know, do not attempt to gouge the American people like you're used to doing. But he also let them know, He's not going to let them snow him. I've already contacted the experts. The amount of barrels of oil per day that will be affected, 200 billion, 200K, uh, two, about 200K barrels of oil. That's a pinch. No increases in oil. No increases in gasoline. You do it, you raise the hour. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome aboard. Emma Beckers, welcome aboard. We won't allow that. We won't allow that. Okay, folks, uh, since Rudnan didn't have a lot of his beginnings, if you guys have anything else that you want to make sure and talk about, put it in the show. Uh, Peggy Lopez says, gas price already up about a dollar here in the far north California. Maybe a pre- preemptive price gouge. That's what it is. What you need to do is you need to start raising hell about it. First of all, don't buy gas there. Daniel Edo said, this show should be called Sunshine Chat. Considering how much of the luminous substance y'all blow up each other's. <laughs> hey, Daniel, um, I know you're being, you're, you're, being, you're kind of cussing us out, right? But you know what, Daniel? It was funny. It really was funny. Lee Grant says, I've heard some progressives are worried about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, being positively portrayed in the headlines over the hurricane, it counters their DeSanti Hitler narrative. Why would it counter that? DeSanti should do a good job. He has all the support he needs. The president is going to give him all the support he needs from FEMA and everybody else. And since everybody's going to do their work very well, he should look good. Um, he should look bad if he starts to try to play politics, but I, I want the governor to succeed. People are in pain. The people in Florida are in pain. We want to ease their pain. And that means a successful a governor executing 
the plan that's been worked on for, for years successfully. We should all want that. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Paul Fleming says, change the channel then, son. <laughs> Daniel loves us as much as we love Daniel. And Daniel knows he's genuinely loved. I mean, he, he, you know, we have to have somebody giving us a hard time. And it's Daniel. And actually, Daniel sometimes makes us think. I mean, we know Daniel is wrong most of the times, but he does make us think. <laughs> Paul, uh, Paul Fleming, yo dog, never. Thank you. I, I, you know, that's why I love Daniel. He will be here. He will be here supporting us. I think he's going to say, no, I'm here watching you guys. I'm here watching you guys. That's what Daniel is saying. I'm here watching you guys. E2247, I mean, Alistair Waters, E2247. The hurricane is the reason the Genesis community isn't holding the meeting. That's the reason why they want all the attention as they should. They want all the attention as they should. Peggy Lopez says, the concept of the offshore tax haven has very much washed ashore, says the report with expenses huge 13 U.S. states shield the fortune of the world's richest people. Paul Fleming says, dang, you're great for ratings. Daniel Ledeau is great for ratings. Daniel Ledeau is just, look, I like Daniel. I mean, I genuinely like Daniel. Daniel stick to his principles. What I want Daniel to do. Daniel says, I am here collecting evidence for the tribune. <laughs> oh, my God. You, okay, okay, Daniel, keep collecting your evidence. You don't have to collect it. It's, on, it's freely available on the Internet whether you are here or not. Robert Davenport says, watch how the Florida governor screws up the response by trying to uh, funnel uh, relief funds to his political supporters. He will do that. We know that. Anyhow, our next video is the video that I was supposed to show you guys yesterday on, uh, on Pete Buttigieg. Let's go ahead and listen to that, and then we'll take it on the other side. I will continue to point out ad nauseum that Pete Buttigieg is likely the Biden administration best spokesperson. I want you to check out how he really annihilated Ron DeSantis for taking uh, asylum seekers out of Texas and having them shipped to Massachusetts. This is likely illegal. No matter how you look at it, this is just a stunt. And if Floridians don't see that this guy was playing with people's lives, and in, in effect, the Latinos out there don't see the disregard he has for the other. If they continue to vote for this guy, they probably... Well, let's go ahead and listen to him, and then we'll take it on the other side. Obviously, there are issues with the border and with migration. But these are the kinds of stunts you see from people who don't have a solution. Where had these, Lee Governor DeSantis was in Congress, where was he when they were debating immigration reform? What have any of these people done to be part of the solution? So, you know, I get if you're after attention, it's one thing to call attention to a problem. When you have a course of action, as some of the folks here speaking up about an issue, exercising their First Amendment rights have done or in, in elected office. It's another to just call attention to a problem because the problem is actually more useful to you than the solution, and that helps you call attention to yourself. That's what's going on. And the problem, of course, it's one thing if that was just people being obnoxious, but human beings are being impacted by that. You flee a communist regime in Venezuela, you come here, and then somebody tricks you 
Somebody using Florida taxpayer money for some reason tricks you into going from Texas to Massachusetts. It's, it's, it's not just ineffectual. It is hurting people in order to get attention. Who could have said what Pete Buttigieg said without making it seems of without making it without making it seem angry or anything? He just pointed out facts, and it as he's mellow in his to- tonality, it just makes you think. Okay, I get it. I get it. Even those folks who initially just say, "Yeah, we need the immigrants or whatever," when he explains it. It's like, I get it. People seeking asylum under international law, they're not illegal. You know those things that they like to call illegal, these people. They're not undocumented uh, immigrants. They are folks that are here seeking asylum, and they've been pre-processed just for that as well. So what DeSantis did is definitely going to be proven in the long run illegal. And he needs to pay for it. Pete Buttigieg, great job. Pete Buttigieg, great, great job, my friend. Great, great job. Okay, let me get back to the chat and see what folks want. Uh, Paul Fleming says, Daniel Ledeau is great for ratings. Daniel Ledeau is collecting evidence from my show to take me to the tribunals when they take over the country. Uh, Robert Davenport says, Watch how the Florida government, I read that one already. Uh, Carl Cox says, to prove that the Democratic Party leadership works for all Americans, tax big oil and big pharma and other mega corporations, I agree. Peggy Lopez says, see you later. Peggy, you are leaving us so early. I am hurt. I'm kidding. I know you probably has to have to go to the doctor or something. E2247 says, stop building in title and grassland and salt marsh and barrier island zones. Florida, fl- Floridian idiots. Ah, yeah, they did, right? Uh, Robert Davenport uh, said he saluted to, to, to uh, Peggy. Alistair Waters says, tell Peggy to be safe. Bridge says, Maywood wouldn't, be, wouldn't let me pace. Sent in messenger. Okay, Emma says, good debate is based on those not knowing all the facts. Pretending... They do, and fighting to save face. Oh, wait, that totally describes the Republican Party. All right, Emma Beckers, Alistair Waters agrees. Uh, let's see, Bridge says, ship him on a bus or a plane means, why not a boxcar? Oh, are you getting to where I think you're getting, Bridge? Okay, Emma wants Pete for president. Paul Fleming says, Pete truly, if Pete truly liked people of color, I could see myself voting for him. I take a different stance, Brother, um, brother Fleming. I don't care who likes whom for a politician. I just want them to do the right thing. Now, if they're using their prejudice to hurt people that look like me or you, or Bridge or whatever, I agree. But if they have a personal prejudice, but when they're executing the law, the law is being executed. I don't care who it is. I mean, as long because I don't want to have somebody who professes to love us all, but goes in there and does a terrible job. It's probably just it's probably worse, right? So, just my thoughts. Bridge MCP. No, that's another one. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Pete for president by Emma. Bridge says, "Well said to Pete." Why are those governors being treated differently from other? Coyotes moving undocumented immigrants from state to state. 
That is federal crime, correct? Roberto Davenport, you are correct on that. I don't know. I don't know, but you are right. They should be treated like common criminals, right? All right. Uh, Alistair says, Mayor Pete is another good orator. Yes, she is. Emma Becker says, because they aren't undocumented, they are documented and very legal. That is it. Yep, yep, true. Uh, Lee Grant says, this is DeSantis <clears throat> psyops at work. He wants to send the message to illegals. Don't come or we will <laughs> fly you to Martha's Vineyard. They could, be fl- they could be flown to somewhere worse, right? Daniel Edo says, whoa, that is not only historically ignorant, he's talking to British, but a total insult to six million murdered Jews. So has your hate turned? Oh, my God. Daniel, you could not possibly a- a- equate anti-Semitism with our bridge MCP. You know better. You know better. Carl Cox says the stock market and commodities market are rigged in favor of the mega rich and mega corporations against what's in the best interest of the bottom 99%. Especially the bottom 90%. True. 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 Always has been. All this water says solution for water shortage. Stop planting water hungry crops in the desert. True. Of course, we need to grow our vegetables in the desert because that's how we get winter vegetables, I think. Paul Fleming says, you have to see how to treat people of color in his state. I, don't, I haven't seen that. I, 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 will, I will leave that up to you since you probably know more about that than I do. So I defer to you, uh, Brother Fleming. Brother Lado says, if true, why am I entertaining for those who believe I am a danger to America, or folks are drawn to someone who's ashamed to speak the truth. No, first of all, uh, got a headache here, but let, let me tell you, Ledo, I don't think you're a danger to America. I don't. Again, I know you. You're not a danger to America. Actually, I think you're a, a good person that you're trying to get some bad out. I think, you're, I think you want us to believe that you're worse than, than, you, that, than there's something wrong with you, which isn't the case. All right, so I know better. I know who you are. Alistair Water says, and stop Nestle from drink, draining the water tables for profit. Exactly. We don't need that water coming out of the ground when the surface water uh, is better, actually has better, uh, it's, it's safer. Robert Davenport says, Sneaky Pete let his racism show while being a small town mayor. Don't be fooled by the smooth delivery. I, like I said, I defer to those who know. Eric Hayes, keeping America in the game for over the next six months, 400 oil gas projects worth $39 billion are scheduled for kickoff in the Southwest, with Texas leading the pack with 236 projects over $17 billion. If it's oil and gas, bad investment. Daniel Ledo to, to uh, Bridge. So you are comparing Jews sent on boxcars and... Oh, oh, God. Oh, Lord. No, Ledo, she's just... All right, I won't go there. Bridge MCP didn't know about that, George Davenport. I didn't either. Um, I, I, I've heard some racial issues with, uh, with Pete. But like I said, I'm not, I'm, I, I, don't, I want Pete for competence, not for love. Emma Becker says, Stop Procter & Gamble from cutting down trees so you can keep your paper products obsessive in place. Corp forces paper products of the world of profit hurting our environment in the process. True. Uh, Maywood with communication with somebody else. Wonder who did this. 
This is not climate friendly. So any ideas who would cause this? No way Russia would do it as they need leverage over Europe. Actually, they, they know that they're not going to sell the gas. So they preempted by the sabotage. Oh, I think you're talking about the leaking gas. I saw that. Anyhow, E2247 says, My brother and sister in Fort Myers refused to evacuate. They are both idiots living in a three block from the beach. Whoa, so stupid. Don't have the common sense God gave a duck. Wow, sorry to hear about that, E2247. Paul Fleming says, Dan, there's, there are people in your party that don't think Jewish people were murdered. Yeah, I know. They, they, they are a crazy crowd, eh? Pray for Florida, according to Eric, and according to us all. And, of course, we have not engaged in DL. <laughs> I got you, Breach. Robert Davenport says, Daniel, you are simply deluded, not dangerous. As such, your, your pitifully parroting is mildly entertaining. And let's see what else we got. Lee Grant says, Nord Stream Pipeline bombed. Yep, they were bombed. All right, next video, six minutes at last. I want you to check this out. And then we'll take it on the other side. Think about this. Well, you guys hear me talk about it. Here we go. Governor Gavin Newsom from uh, California. Governor of California has a very important message for Democrats. I want to play it right away and then I want to go into it a little bit further at the other side. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. The right wing has been formulating this stuff for decades. They have a structure of leadership that's been incredibly effective. Yeah. And there isn't an analog on the left. No. I, I look at what you did and what you were saying in the wake of the Dobbs decision. You were out there saying, where is the Democratic Party? Where's the party? Why aren't we standing up more firmly, more resolutely? Why aren't we calling this out? How lacking are we at the national level in the Democratic Party? I mean, there's no doubt states are on the front lines of the rights battles, period, full stop. And the Supreme Court now has made that crystal clear. We've honed ourselves and focused our energies uh, perhaps more distinctively in that respect. But we have a messaging problem. I really believe it. And you can argue, right, what are we doing on comprehensive immigration reform? What are we doing on a number of other issues? I'm not going to deny the substantive challenges our party has as well, addressing those tough and vexing issues. It's not just a messaging problem, but a messaging problem that has persisted with our party for years and years, constantly on the defense. We allow these culture wars to take shape, and we consistently are on the back end of them. Eight of the top 10 states with the highest murder rates, all are Republican states. How do Democrats not know that? In fact, it's really nine out of 10. Georgia went for Biden, but it's really a Republican state, or at least a red state. Eight out of 10. And we're losing that message? Crime is higher, as well as taxes here for the average uh, citizen in Texas. It's higher crime, higher violent crime and poverty crimes than in the state of California. 67% higher gun death rate in Texas. Why don't we push back? Why are we why don't why, why, why don't we? I do don't know. In terms of my current point of view, I'm optimistic about our ability to turn this around if we go on the offense. That's why I'm doing the billboards. That's why I'm doing these ads. That's why I'm doing these TV commercials in other states. Take it to them and take it to that damn social media network, whatever that thing's called, True Social, which, by the way, I can't imagine it'll be around one or two more years. <laughs> we have to broaden that focus and focus on building this party institutionally across the spectrum and develop a more comprehensive narrative where we can take these great policies that we embrace and enjoy and take our vulnerabilities and package them in a way where we can go on the offensive much more collaboratively 
and aggressively using the tools at our disposal as we build the surround sound and build the apparatus that the other side has done, success leaves clues after all, and reconcile the fact that we are losing the messaging debate broadly, state by state in this country. I'm sorry to say, the governor is absolutely right, but it goes even deeper. We can go policy after policy. He brought up that the crime rate is higher in red states, states run by Republicans. He brought up that taxes, the effective taxes on the poor is higher in red states than they are in blue states. And notice what I said, the effective tax rate on the middle class is higher in these in these states and and, and there was a quantifiable a quantifiable analysis done between Texas and California for people in the middle class a few few weeks ago that proved that point now here is uh, there are many other things right i mean uh, why are we losing the healthcare uh, being able to pass true uh, healthcare for all type policies given that we can see in red states the health outcomes are so much worse than in blue states. We can talk about education. We can talk about every item that, that refers to the social contract between government and people. And what we find is every single red state lags over and over again. And that is not even to speak about most red states are taker states. And I, I hate to put it that way because, you know, that was the um, Mitt Romney kind of a deal. But most of these red states are have their hands out to the federal government so that California, New York, and other big blue states are taking care of their people. And the reason why is, oh, they like to preach about, we have low taxes. What they mean is they rip you off. Look at what happened recently. Uh, I think, was it either Mississippi, uh, uh, Mississippi, uh, uh, in Mississippi, where they actually uh, give the welfare money to the rich vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, Brett Favre, getting millions of dollars from the welfare fund to do things that rich people do. Come on, folks. You can't lose a messaging war when you're, the people that you should be messaging against have such corrupt policies that definitely hurt not only their people, but everybody in the entire country. Gavin Newsom is absolutely right. We need to get the messaging, and, but we need to get it in a fashion that everybody understands. I want to digress a bit because Democrats aren't fools. The leading Democrats aren't fools. There is a reason why they don't hit as hard as they could. I want you guys to think about this. There is a reason why they don't hit as hard as they could. Because in doing so, they will have to go after many of the people who themselves are funding some of those same neoliberals. So let's get our act straight. Let's make sure... Vote and elect the appropriate progressives into power. Those that are not going to be bought off by the plutocracy, the oligarchy, the corporatocracy. Let's do this right. Vote and vote correctly. All right. Um, we have Daniel Ledo who says, There are Muslims in the Democratic Party that believe the blood libel. I'm not sure what that is. Eric Hayes says, Newsom is a mess and just plain two-faced. Actually, sometimes you have a tendency to do that. But I like Newsom. I mean, he's all right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. 
are replying to, to MCP and, and Ledo, first, they're not. Illegal aliens, they're in the system waiting for the determination, so not illegal. And second, they were sent under false pretenses, false promises that it could be called kidnapping uh, if they had been in pre-informed. So you're loaded. Yep, I, I see that. All right. Robert Davenport says, Florida is getting hammered. I hope not many lives are lost. This is a catastrophe. It's going to be bad. And we knew it was going to be bad, but we didn't know it was going to be this bad. Eric Hayes says, if Dems worried about, if worried more on the true problems and results via policy instead of messaging and optics, there might be a better outcomes for everyone. Actually, that's a problem with Democrats. They're worried about doing policy right and then, then selling it later. We don't do what the Republicans do. Republicans usually sell hot air. I'm talking about Republican politicians. They usually sell hot air. Okay. Robert Davenport says, why doesn't my governor tell this message without slamming the party he has written? Uh, do you really think he slammed the party, Davenport? I thought he kind of gave the party a wake-up call. I mean, it's, I guess it's from what view you see it. Daniel says, LOL, vacuous Newsom. His message is better messaging. Actually, I agree with better messaging. Yeah, I do. All right, Lee Grant says, the discarded needle and open defecation rates are high in Newsom. <laughs> in Newsom cities. Okay, all right. But the crime rate is lower and more killings occur in Texas. So which one do you prefer? The discarded needle and from Lee, uh, I mean from Robert Davenport says he didn't have these complaints against party messaging when the party helped beat his recall. I agree. Uh, let's see. But uh, Bridge MCP says, or is that no, no? That's Emma Baker says, white privilege in their government. It's disgusting. All right. What else we have here? That would be your governor and Republican senators in your state. Paul Fleming says. Bridge MCP says, Eric, if Republicans would let Dems pass a law or a bill, we wouldn't be here. Agreed. Uh, let's see what else we have here. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do my ask, and then I'll be right back. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the Internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers, all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there last but not least we also write books as you see it class warfare the only re resort to right-wing doom how to make america utopia are two of the many books that i've written on these issues so please support us in one of many ways numero uno you can support us at paypal either one time or monthly go to politicsdoneright.com paypal you can support us on patreon that is politicsdoneright.com patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n you can support us by becoming a part of our youtube channel going to politicsdoneright.com youtube or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com support be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com 
slash store and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. All right, folks. Thanks. So please, 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 please go get our books to help. Uh, to, to First of all, they're very good books. I, I may say that. That's what reviews say. All right. Let's go here and see para ver. Daniel says Nordstrom 2. What did the old coot buy? <laughs> so you think it's Biden, huh? Davenport says, my governor sadly is just using the party to make himself look tough. Gavin might be correct about messaging problem, but he is part of the problem himself. I, thought, I always thought he was a neoliberal in his own right because, remember, California was supposed to pass Medicare for all with a supermajority of Democrats, and guess what? It never happened. It never happened. So remember, I always said the problem is not really just with Republicans, right? It's with neoliberals as well. All right, Daniel Edo says, Hello, Egberto doesn't even know what, uh, what the blood libel is in reference to the Jews. Come on, guys. How can you think this? he is knowledgeable? Blood libel is basic. Mm, okay. I actually, uh, I'm, I must confess, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I know I've heard the term. Don't exactly... Couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You know, one of the things with me, Daniel, is there are some simple things that I don't know, some complex things that I know. There are some complex things that I don't know and simple things that I know. There are just certain things I just don't know. And I think that applies to everybody. That's why I said this is a show where we all learn together, right? Right, Daniel Ado? I don't want you to ever, I don't want anybody to believe that they are coming from a bastion of somebody who knows world history like no other and just knows everything. When I have things to learn, I go to people that I trust. Dr. Dr. J. Tice, one of my government go-tos. Ted, uh, um, look at how I'm losing my mind. I also go to Cody Pogue. Cody Pogue is a professor at San Jacinto. Historian like no other, I will consult him as well. You know what makes good engineers? Not somebody who knows everything, but somebody who knows if they need to learn something, where to go to get the something to learn. So please remember that. Bridge MCP just, for, just gave us a, a super chat. She says, I do not hate anyone, nor would I ever treat another human the way these people do. Preach, brother. Thank you, my brother, my sister. And you know what? You're really my sister. You really are. You really are, and you are loved. Uh, let's see, Egberto, why are you bringing up more crime now? You shut that down as a lie yesterday. Hmm. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Explain yourself. Uh, Carl Cox, we'll miss you. Uh, Eric Hayes, that's for somebody else. Paul Fleming says, what is it, Ron DeSantis, given its free chartered flights to Floridians? We should. Uh, uh, one of my uh, far, former Kingwood area Democrats, he moved to I think North Carolina, I think it is, and he sent me an email and he said we should all sue uh, Ron DeSantis because we want our ticket as well. Maybe he has a point. Robert Davenport said, "Way to go, Bridge! Thank you very much, Bridge. I couldn't do it without all my great fans." All right, Emma says, blood libels typically claim that Jews require human blood for the baking of, of matzahs and unleavened flattened bread, which is eaten during Passover. 
This, of course, unabashed racism and fear. Thank you for the explanation, Emma Bakers. You see, that's what it's all about. I just learned something. I'd heard the term before. I never got a point to look it up. And I did. Uh, one of my people just enlightened me. All right, Paul, Daniel Ado said, no, it shows a huge hole in your thinking. You actively avoid informing that reflects badly on protected classes that your ideology demands. Blood libel is widely accepted as truth in the Islamic world now in 2022. Okay, even if it's accepted as true, if it's not true, it's not true. None of my Jewish friends, I think, ever tried to get human blood to do these things. But what can I say? Have you read the Bible lately? Anyway, last video of the day coming up. Here we go. Everybody knows that the second half of the destruction of the original Biden Build Back Better plan was not only caused by Joe Manchin, but Kirsten Cinema. Cinema is was sort of a mystique the way she operated, but whatever it is that she did, she was instrumental in giving the dying death to the kind of money, the minimum kinds of money that needed to be spent by this country to recover much of the damage that has been done by trickle-down economics, Reaganomics, voodoo economics, whichever moniker you want to use to address it. And to watch her at the McConnell Center in Kentucky a couple of days ago is heartbreaking because it is evident that there is something wrong with this woman's form of thinking upstairs. There's something wrong with her in that she continues with either ignorant history or revisionist history. Let's go ahead and watch a complete deconstruction by Lawrence O'Donnell. I could not have done this any better from the rather ludicrous speech she gave at the center. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Senator Sinema's parenting advice was every bit as bad as you would expect from someone who has no idea what she's talking about. And those of you who are parents in the room know that the best thing you can do for your child is to not give them everything they want, right? And that's important in the United States Senate as well. We shouldn't get everything we want in the moment because later, upon cooler reflection, you recognize that it has probably gone too far. So the importance of the 60-vote threshold is to ensure that no one gets everything they want, that you compromise, that you find that middle ground. And by doing so, you're much more likely to pass legislation that stands the test of time, that will not be reversed when the next party gains power. That's the importance of the 60-vote threshold. Senator Sinema thinks that the 60-vote threshold ensures no one gets everything they want. There is not a single senator in the history of the United States Senate who has gotten everything that he or she wants. Not ever. Senator Sinema did not give a single example of a bill being passed with less than 60 votes that was then repealed when there was a change of power in Congress in the White House. Not a single example of her fear, of her theoretical justification for a voting threshold in the Senate that was not provided for in the Constitution and which defies democracy in a body whose very structure of two senators per state defies democracy. If we were to give in to that moment of wanting just what you want, 
the reversal that would come in a year or two years would not only be bad for the American body, it'd be bad for businesses, it'd be bad for state and local governments. Maybe that's why it doesn't happen, except, of course, for tax rates. Whenever Republicans control Congress and the White House, they cut tax rates. And then whenever Democrats regain control of Congress and the White House, they raise tax rates. And so it happens and the country survives. Senator Sinema wasn't finished. What she had already said about the 60 vote threshold was indefensible. She is apparently one of those people who likes to follow the indefensible with the crazy, which she did. So not only am I committed to the 60 vote threshold, I have an incredibly unpopular view. I actually think we should restore the 60 vote threshold for the areas in which it has been eliminated already. We should restore it. Yeah, not everyone likes that Um, because it would make it harder. It would make it harder for us to confirm judges and it would make it harder for us to confirm executive appointments in each administration. But I believe that if we did restore it, we would actually see more of that middle ground in all parts of our governance, which is what I believe our forefathers intended. Well, our forefathers, as she calls them, intended that women never be senators. Our forefathers Fathers intended that women never have the right to vote. Our forefathers did not intend for a place called Arizona to be represented in the United States Senate. When the founding fathers were writing the Constitution, the place we now call Arizona was Spain. And the authors of the Constitution expected it to remain Spain. In 1821, when Mexico secured its independence from Spain, the place now called Arizona was in Mexico. And the United States took, when the United States took that land as the spoils of war, which is how we got Arizona, the Arizona Territory eventually became the 48th state in 1912, pretty late in the game. But that was the same year that a constitutional amendment finally overruled the founding fathers and allowed United States senators to be elected by the voters of the state instead of the state legislatures as the founders wanted it to be. If Kirsten Sinema really wants to do what she says our forefathers intended, she would be working very hard to take the election of senators away from the people who voted for her and give it back to state legislatures. And she would be staunchly opposed to a 60 vote threshold imposed by the Senate because the authors of the Constitution, who she so admires, were very specific about the Senate conducting all, all business by simple majority vote, except for treaties, which they specified in the Constitution, require a two-thirds vote in the Senate, and conviction and impeachment trials in the Senate, which the Constitution also specifies require two-thirds vote in the Senate. The number 60 never appears in the Constitution, but it seems to live in Kirsten Sinema's imagined version of the Constitution. If a simple majority vote is a dangerous and fickle threshold for governing in a democracy, then why should only five members of the United States Supreme court get to decide the final interpretation of the law of the land? Why doesn't Senator Sinema advocate a minimum of a six-vote threshold in the Supreme Court instead of a mere majority? And why is the United States of America the only country that has a 60% threshold to win a vote in a national legislative body? Senator Sinema went to Kentucky to deliver that speech at a government-funded university 
at a place that calls itself the McConnell Center. Senator Mitch McConnell has effectively purchased the naming rights by delivering federal funding to the university, which of course includes taxpayer money obtained in the much richer states of New York and California. The United States Constitution says that the president shall nominate and with the advice and consent of the Senate shall appoint judges of the Supreme Court. The Constitution does not say that Mitch McConnell shall prevent a nominated Supreme Court justice from even being considered by the United States Senate for its consent as Mitch McConnell did to Merrick Garland in the last year of the Obama presidency. And Mitch McConnell didn't need 60 votes to do that. Today, Kirsten Sinema traveled to Kentucky to celebrate Mitch McConnell's constitutional vandalism and her own relentless ignorance by saying this about Mitch McConnell. While we may not agree on every issue, we do share the same values. While we don't agree on the issues all the time, we share the same values. If one hasn't heard it all, that's it. But it was wonderful what what Lawrence O'Donnell did because he pointed out that, oh, let's if, if you really want to follow the Constitution, cinema, you wouldn't be a senator. If you really want to follow the Constitution it's in its original device, guess what? Arizona, you won't be there. You want to follow the Constitution? There is no 60-vote limit for anything but treaties. So you want to really follow the Constitution? That was a made-up rule. We all know that it was a made-up rule that to get the 60-vote majority and that it had some very bad connotations why it was there in the first place. So therefore, uh, cinemas, uh, look, uh, again, I repeat, if you want things to change, you have to go out there and vote and make sure that you vote in real progressives, not neoliberals that wear a facade of, uh, of, of, a, of the Democratic, what the Democratic Party is now today. What they are are just holding space in the other party in order to destroy policies that affect the corporate structure. Understand what's going on here. We have we have people, senators, forget about labels, Republican or Democrat. They are of the same values populating both parties to ensure that the masters, the corporate structure will always get what it wants because it has people in on both sides of the aisle. So when cinema said we share values, she just may have made a Freudian slip. It just may be true. It just may be true. Anyhow, Bridge says, Egberto Will is glad you went to dental school. I had your back. You always have my back, girl. If it weren't for you, I would not have tried going to my... This is my alma mater. It's, it's the UT Health, right? UT Dental School, School of Dentistry. If you hadn't suggested that, I probably wouldn't have uh, thought about it. I'd probably just take the damn pain. So tomorrow I'm supposed to go for the extraction of that, that bad tooth. I, I, did I tell you guys... They wanted to extract, the, the, the other team wanted to do the root canal. These good doctors at UT says, you know, we can do a root canal. We can do a root canal on anything. But you're probably not going to have the best outcomes because that, that teak is cracked and it probably doesn't have the structures to hold a crown. Wow. They ran away from money. The other team was going to charge me $5,000 for something that likely would not have worked. Think about that. Capitalism at its best. 
Uh, Paul Fleming says, Republican agenda, keep the poor poor, keep them sick, keep them stupid, and have total control of women. True. Emma Baker says, Paul, absolutely correct. So, sad agenda for America. Brit says, trickle-down economics, buy the rich man and meal, and wait for many leftovers. Any leftovers. Eric Hayes, BBB, what a plan, what a plan, man. Hasn't panned out that way. He planned on over six trillions. Oh, Lord. As a result of our economy, and let's throw it in the other. Oh, Lord. Uh, Robert Davenport says, I am a Muslim who is a Democrat. I have never heard of blood libel. So, Daniel, you are wrong again, as usual. Daniel says, so brings up the hypocrisy of the day. Condemnation of Republicans for a few holocaust deniers in the party but refuse to acknowledge those in their own party who believe Jews kill babies to make bread. Um, wait, are you kidding, Michael? I mean, are you kidding, Daniel? I know you have got to be kidding to put a statement in there like that. Um, that kind of QAnon crap, do you, do you fall for that? Wow. Eric Hayes says, she speaks truth. You don't get everything you want, and if you whine like a baby, well, then who is the baby? Well, what about whining? Are you kidding me? Stealing a Supreme Court justice? That's not whining. That's a serious thing. And she doesn't speak the truth. She's a liar. She, she doesn't know her own history. She couldn't be senator if, she followed the, if you followed the, the, the um, founding fathers. Uh, people wouldn't vote for senators if you followed the founding fathers. There would be no filibuster if you followed the founding fathers. A filibuster has nothing to do with the Constitution. It was a rule instituted way yonder and after. So all you folks that like to call yourself a traditionalist or a, a um, what is it? There's a word that you guys use, that love, love to use, but what can I say? All right, Lee Grant says, did y'all see that left-wing domestic terrorist ran over a killed a Trump supporter? Why don't you put the link in there that, that I can verify that? You're the second person that told me that. I'd love to verify. The MSM is not interested. Go figure. Send me the link. If the link is real, I will start to publicize it. I don't want killing on any side. Send me the link, brother Lee. All right, Lee, look that up. All the right-wing extreme sites and goes back a few years. Emma Becker's cinema is a big corporate oil sellout. She only wants 60 votes because that's what her rhino friends wants her to do. Eric Hayes, go cry a river and whine. Whine, you don't, okay. Eric Becker says each party should get what's right for the country. Now that's right. what's right for them. I agree. All right, Fox, right-wing extremists. I agree. Okay, I'll look at that video after the show, Lee. I thought you'd have sent me a link I could put on the screen. All right, we don't. Uh, let's see what else we got. Whoa, we got some more. We have Robert Davenport says, if cinema doesn't get 60% of the vote, she should resign from this. <laughs> I love that. The value she shares with Moscow Mitch is white supremacy. Thank you. You hit the nail on the head. Egberto Willis, what a difference, eh? You know what, Bridge MCP, that's a difference, eh? You're right. Uh, let's see, propaganda, and yes, Egberto loves his propaganda. I don't do propaganda at all. I do zero propaganda, zero. Uh, let's see, Sharkula's hairstylist says, 
I have ex-friends and family that are Q-crazies. It's torn us apart. Don't let it tear you apart now. Just give him love. Daniel Ledo says, Your surprise only reveals your ignorance, Egberto. Okay, then I'm ignorant, huh? Eric said, Nope, stealing only to you. And when the other side says something about stealing, you, you vilify. No, not true. That is categorically not true. We got two more minutes left. Why don't you tell me the last two minutes what I should talk about? I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Let's see if somebody's going to put something in the chat that says, Egberto, you must talk about that. You must speak about that now. Brit says the number of senators is not right by the number of people they represent. It's the most undemocratic thing in the country. Robert Davenport says, Florida, Florida, I tell you something, Robert. Yeah, let's pray for Florida. Let's hope all goes well. Let's hope DeSantis does a good job. I doubt he will. The problem is we may not realize how terrible a governor he is till after the election. But then again, we may find out how terrible a governor he is before the election. And that would be great. Anyway, I got to get out of here. So, I want to tell all of you, thank you for listening. For those of you who came to my KPFT show, as well as this show, thank you. I want to end the show by asking you folks to please, Daniel, it was a mistake to make senators popular elected. Oh, my God. You are really, a, you are really not a democratic person, guy. I see. I see. All right. Anyhow, folks, please support the show. You can support the show by going to PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal, or going to Patreon, politicsunright.com slash Patreon, or supporting me and my product here, our Politics Done Right, by going to politicsunright.com slash store. And don't forget, get your t-shirts. Get your hats. Bridge has the whole thing. Let me show you. Look at Bridge, uh, look at Bridge sporting all the cape, the politics done right stuff. If I can find it, it should be here somewhere. Where is Bridge? I had Bridge. I had Bridge. Well, here is Lou and I think some more. Check it out. Consider getting getting all the different cups that we have and the hats and all the kind. Here's Bridge with her cup that she designed, but I cannot find Bridge's uh, other picture. Anyhow, folks, we got to get out of here. Uh, my name is Egberto Willis. Please support the program. Uh, let's see one last thing from Daniel. Okay, I think I got to get out of here. Prayers for Florida from Davenport. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.